and welcome to Philly Talks Climate, where we talk about the climate crisis, how it affects Philadelphia, and how we solve this for our region. I'm Mina Ravel, and I'll be your host. On our last episode, episode 21, we talked about the Sierra Club's Ready for 100 campaign reaching Philadelphia, with the city's recent commitment to transition to 100% recent renewable energy, we need to begin prioritizing our ask. So let's start off with some news you can use. A recent report dubbed Halfway There, Energy Efficiency Can Cut Energy Use and Greenhouse Gas Emissions in Half by 2050 caught our attention. Of course we'd like to do this much before 2050, but we're curious about how this could be. The report listed seven broad areas. Appliances and equipment, zero energy buildings, building improvements, industrial efficiency, vehicle efficiency, driving freight and aviation, and electric distribution savings. These seven are split between three broad sectors, buildings, transportation, and the industrial or manufacturing sector. The resultant emissions reductions claims the report could be 46% from transportation, 33% from buildings, and 20% from the industrial sector. The hefty 46% from transportation efficiencies are from transitioning to electric vehicles, driving less, flying less, and moving our stuff around smarter. Let's touch on electric vehicles, also known as EVs. Our city has claimed electric cars are only for the affluent and that investing in EV charging infrastructure across our city would be rather elitist. Yes, there are high-end electric cars, just as there are high-end gasoline cars. But there are also very affordable options. We hear that the Nissan Leaf, a large sedan, can be leased for under 200 a month. The lease down payment of about $4,000 gets reduced since the state offers a $1,750 rebate even for leased vehicles. Plus, Pico, our electric utility, offers $50 for registering an EV with the state. The fuel costs, uh, or really electric costs, seem to be negligible when you compare them with the gasoline costs that most people pay for cars. Zero emissions, cheaper to use. We need to encourage electric vehicles, right? This is Meenal on Philly Talks Climate. Drilling down into the 33% emission savings from building efficiencies, there are five areas. Efficient appliances, zero energy buildings, building improvements, smart buildings, and electrification of space and water heating. Let's take them one by one. Efficient appliances. Well, we know that when we're replacing any appliance, we need to check that yellow Energy Star tag and select one within our budget and one that uses less energy and water. Second one, zero energy buildings. Well, this is more for new buildings, whether residential or commercial, that can be built so that they don't need much energy. How, you say? Well, make them tight, make them electric, and what little energy they need would be the electricity generated from rooftop solar panels. The third component is building improvements. All the buildings currently in in use could use some tightening. Agreed? The fourth on the list is smart buildings. You may know of thermostats that learn our patterns of coming and going, that go into energy savings modes when we're away. 
for commercial spaces, there are fancier tools to reduce energy use. And lastly, um, electrification of space and water heating. We know we need to get off of fossil fuels. So like with the efficient appliances, when we're replacing one, our heating systems or our water heaters, we should consider the electric option instead of the gas option. Personally, I sense these numbers are very conservative. Here's a personal example. Last year, we called in the Pico Smart Ideas team to look at the electricity used by our bicycle shop. Very quickly, the assessor pointed to our lighting, suggested we replace the fixtures, promising that we'd recoup the cost within a year from reduced electric bills. Now that a year has gone by, I can verify that claim and add that our electricity usage and resultant emissions were reduced by over 30% just from lighting. not from appliance replacement, not from heating system replacement, and our building certainly doesn't have rooftop solar, but 30% reduction just from lighting changes. A friend who has worked on a building retrofit project for the Department of Defense remembers a 50% energy savings from that project. You're listening to WPPM 106.5 FM. So let's take this local. In light of the halfway there report about energy efficiency getting us halfway to our goal of 100% um, emissions reductions, we'd like to highlight a bill being discussed in city council, a bill that many of us may not know about or have a clue on how it helps reduce Philadelphia's emissions. The bill is focused on building improvements, specifically large building retrofits. As an old city, we can all agree that our existing buildings could use some tightening. The Building Energy Performance Policy, or Bill Number 190600, requires owners of large buildings to tune up the energy and water systems in their buildings. You tune up your bike each year, right? And your car? But your buildings? The larger buildings in our city use more energy and could do with a regular tune-up. By regularly checking on thermostats, motion sensors, HVAC systems... That's the heating, ventilating, and air conditioning systems. And and more could save the owners money, use less energy and water, and reduce emissions. They also make the space more comfortable. How many times have you complained about an auditorium, a library, or an office space being too warm or too cold, right? In Powering Our Future, a 2018 report, our Office of Sustainability suggests uh, that the energy and resultant emissions savings could be between 5 and 20%. And like the example of my bike shop, the upfront cost would be paid back quite quickly. You said cost. What cost? We're told the cost would to the building owner would be between 8 and 12 cents per square foot. Our estimation using the charts found at visualization.phillybuildingbenchmarking.com is that we have about um, 1,000 large buildings that are between 50,000 square feet and 200,000 square feet. The building energy performance policy would result in requiring building owners to spend an estimated $14 million on energy efficiency, which would all likely be spent on local labor. If you need more numbers, there's another report just out, 
energy it's called energy efficiency workforce grows to over 2.3 million this report claims that energy efficiency is the fastest growing job sector in the energy industry accounting for about half of the entire industry's new jobs in 2018 so save energy save money reduce emissions create local jobs nice huh you're listening to Philly Cam on 106.5 FM in Philadelphia. So what type of buildings might be required to do a tune-up? Well, what are large buildings? Office buildings, hospitals, college buildings, school buildings, retail buildings, and hotels are some types, each with a large carbon footprint. If over 50,000 square feet, they would be required to do a tune-up. And I want to put a shout-out to our Office of Sustainability. Um, uh, reading, as I read the full text of the bill, it seems that our Office of Sustainability will have a lot of buildings to review. And uh, we, we sense that council may need to plan for additional staffing at the Office of Sustainability to manage all this. Local group Green Building United which has been transforming our region through green building education and advocacy, has been a key leader on this, um, this specific bill. So let's now engage with our elected reps. Please thank your council members for this bill. The contact info for each council member can be found on the Engage page at Philly Talks Climate. If you have any climate action ideas, we'd love to hear about them at Philly Talks Climate. Our address is PHL. Talks climate at gmail.com. And if you're feeling lonely that you're the only one concerned about the climate crisis, don't be. Let's connect you with others concerned about the climate crisis. This Sunday, there's a film screening of Motherload about cargo bikes and moms. We expect many area parents arriving on their cargo bikes. Should be quite a sight and quite fun. Later in the week, City Council's Environment Committee has a hearing planned for Wednesday. The building energy performance policy that we just talked about will be discussed, as well as how this will fit into the, lar into the larger context of getting to 100% renewable energy for our city. You'll find details on our Connect page at Philly Talks Climate. That's phillytalksclimate.com. I'd like to end with a quote from Bill Nye. If your house is on fire, you don't comfort yourself with the thought that houses have been catching fire for thousands of years. You don't sit back idly and think, oh well, that is a way of nature. You get going immediately, and you don't spring into action because of an idealistic notion that houses deserve to be saved. You do it because if you don't, you won't have a place to live. This is Mino on Philly Talks Climate. Thanks for listening.